Jody Vance in for Jill, and we are turning our attention to what a new Westminster city councillor says is like an accident waiting to happen. You may or may not have been tuned into the Mike Smith show earlier today. It was a great discussion about e-scooters that Mike had with councillor Daniel Fontaine of New Westminster proposing speed limits on e-scooters on sidewalks. Have you been buzzed by an e-scooter lately on uh, on a sidewalk in your neighborhood? It's quite something to experience. Are those y- unicycle scooters where people are just floating around on one wheel? They, they seem to be going so incredibly fast. It's quite something. Like I don't know about you, but I'm one of those people who hops off my bike when when I when there's no bike lane and it's a busy city street and I'm going to go on a sidewalk. I'll hop off my bike and walk my bike on the sidewalk. I, you know, respect for the pedestrian, right? But these scooters, man, they zip around. Sometimes they're a vehicle. Sometimes they're a pedestrian. I want to bring in our good friend, Grant Gottkatrew, who is a former traffic police officer, now a forensic consultant on traffic violations at ForensicTrafficPro.com. Grant, always good to chat with you. It's all my pleasure. Thank you, Jody. We are going to open up the phone lines on this. If you want to call in with your opinions, do you love your e-scooter? Do you hate e-scooters? Do you want... um, some kind of traffic control on our sidewalks for these, let's call them what they are, vehicles, motorized vehicles, these electric scooters that are that are just becoming so popular. And with the with the cost of insuring a vehicle, Grant, it's not surprising the explosion in e-bikes and e-scooters and the like. We've we've really seen the the growth over the last what year or so. Yeah, the last couple of years, and of course, with that comes. Um obviously some unforeseen consequences that we're now all experienced all experiencing just like when they first introduced cars back in the day they didn't have speed limits they didn't realize until everyone was going really fast oh we better establish some sort of limitation on how fast you go and that's what we're experiencing now with these e-scooters that go as fast as 30 kilometers an hour Right yeah, and on a sidewalk. And, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, there are rules already on the books when it comes to riding on the sidewalk. I mean, if you look at the definition of a of a motor vehicle in the Motor Vehicle Act, uh, the e-scooters fall within that definition because um, they're self-propelled. They're not run on rails. They don't qualify as a as a as a special uh, uh, bike because they don't have they don't have um, pedals. Um, so they're dangerously in that area of a motor vehicle definition. Um, <clears throat> bicycles are prohibited from being on the sidewalk um, unless there's a bylaw that allows it. And motor vehicles, vehicles are not allowed to be on a sidewalk either. So there are some where, ways, I mean, these, these are matters that will have to be tested in court because by the time the government brings out a new law saying specifically these type of vehicles are not permitted on sidewalks like e-scooters fall into the same category that they could do it as they do with bicycles, right? So there are things on the book right now. There are things that could be tested. But the bigger concern is, just like with drivers, for every responsible rider on an e-scooter, you're going to have irresponsible ones. And if they're clipping along at 30K and they hit somebody, there's significant injury or in some cases death will occur. Um, at that speed, at 30 kilometers an hour, because, you know, the velocity is going to launch the person who's just been hit at 30K at 30K. So 
Um, so Grant, with so that, are, with that, for, yeah, as a forensic traffic pro, as a forensic traffic pro, is that pedestrian on pedestrian? Somebody on a scooter hits somebody walking down the sidewalk. Is that well? Because there's no insurance in, involved with with any of this. It's not like vehicle, is it? That's right. So everyone get, everyone has to get in. That's right. It, it, unless it's insured by ICBC, unless it's like a motor vehicle, the proper motor vehicle that has license and insurance and whatnot. There are some um, enthusiastic traffic officers out there that, you know, will look at that and go, okay, you need insurance, you need a helmet, you need a license, you're going to get all these tickets. Just like the, um, just like the uh, battery-operated bicycles, Right, as long as bikes, you got yeah. your pedals on, as long as you got your pedal yeah. on, pedals on, you're good to go. The second you take your pedals off, you're right. no longer protected. You're a motor vehicle. And now you need exactly then there's no insurance, no driver's license, and et cetera, and et cetera. So yeah. when it comes to things like collisions, ICBC will have to come up with however they want to define who uh, the requirements they probably won't even get involved at all i would see i would suggest it would be more uh, civil ramifications a lot of lawsuits mm. i want to open up the phones on this let's uh, call in what do you think about e-bikes and e-scooters and and are, you know has the horse left the barn here before there have been some much needed parameters even built around or is it hey free for all let us do what we want we love these things call us now 604-280-9898 star 9898 is a free call on your cell phone 604-280-9898 or star 9898 is a free call on your cell you know what grant um as a former traffic police officer and now a forensic consultant on traffic violations, you see a lot of what happens when things do go wrong. As you said, lots of responsible uh, cyclists, e-bike riders, e-scooter riders, a lot of people trying to go, hey, you know what, this is better for the environment than me taking my gas guzzler car. I can't afford an EV yet, so I'm going to just put on my rain gear and I'm going to ride this electric scooter to and from work. Um, it takes me there fast enough and 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 you know, I can get there in an expedited fashion that, that perhaps the, the bus route that doesn't work, or maybe the buses don't run it. There are a lot of reasons to do this, but why do you think it is that there aren't more parameters in place? It's not like a surprise that these were a big splash on the market. I mean, I've had e-bikes now for four years. I've got, I got two rad power bikes. I love them, but I am often surprised at how fast I'm going. Uh, even with the pedal assist, right? I'm pedaling along with it. I feel like my bike helmet isn't enough. I feel like I should be wearing a motorcycle helmet, to be honest. Well, especially when you're traveling at those speeds. But a lot of times, the the government is slow out the gate before they enact laws. I mean, we'd had what we had cell phones in BC. You know, cell phones started showing up in the mid '90s, and a law wasn't enacted until 15 years later. Um, right. Because these 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 E-scooters don't fall under the definition of a motor-assisted cycle, and um, they also don't fall under uh, a motorized personal mobility device. They don't fall under the category of a bicycle. What they fall under is a category of a vehicle, by definition, under the Motor Vehicle Act. So if we go by that, it's stay on the road, don't go on the sidewalk. End of story, because, you know, there's, there's, there's risk, but there's... But, and I think we can all agree on this, whether you're a driver, whether you're an e-scooter rider or a bicyclist or even a pedestrian, everyone in those particular categories, there's a lot of people in those categories that have that self-entitled attitude. Yeah, that's and, true. And, and that's, 
I think you're going to, I think that's probably some of that with the e-scooters. Plus a lot of these are, are just rented. You know, it's not that people even own them. They're just, they're left on the sidewalk. Someone comes in, puts their, you know, their debit card or whatever. And then they go whip around like, uh, without a care in the world. So I think it's going to get to the point that that the government is going to have to clamp down now because now that it's becoming a problem and everyone knows about it, the longer the government takes to step in and deal with this, the more it's going to create liability for everyone involved, including the government, if they decide to willfully, blindly just, um, we're not going to deal with it. We're talking e-scooters, we're talking e-bikes, we're talking the rules or lack thereof around the e-scooter that goes zipping 30 kilometers an hour down your sidewalk. Grant Gottkatru is a good friend of the show, former traffic cop, now forensic consultant at ForensicTrafficPro.com for more information on what Grant does. Always good to chat with you as we try and sort of map out what should be happening, what isn't currently happening. And we're opening up the phones about these Modes of transportation. Are they vehicles? Are you a pedestrian? Lots of really responsible people using e-scooters and e-bikes. I count myself as one of them. I love my e-bike. So I don't want it taken away from me. I also, I worry about if all of a sudden it gets way more expensive to to use it. If all of a sudden now I need to have ICBC involved. Because a lot of people use it in lieu of a vehicle, right, Grant? Like that's what we're seeing happen here is like, you know what? I can no longer afford that little crappy car that I was going to burn around town in. Uh, so now I'm going to get an e-scooter. I'm going to use that. Right. So if all of a sudden we slap on some insurance needs there, it might be counterintuitive to that mode of transportation. Uh, correct. Uh, and it's like a, a quote from the old movie robots, uh, see a need, fill a need. Right. So now we're, right. we're seeing all these things occur. And now, uh, the, the, uh, the powers that be now need to step up and really set some, uh, Definitive guidelines, rules, expectations, and potential uh, fines to ensure that everybody's safe out there, not just the riders on the e-scooters, but the pedestrians and the other vehicles that they're going to encounter while they're out uh, bombing around. And really, no at, the end of the day, at the end of the day, they shouldn't be able to go 30K an hour. That's just outrageous. I'm sorry. I just I have a problem with that. Because Fair. I, I do yeah, blast by people in the bike lane, I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, the people well, yeah, pedaling hard even, are looking at me. I'm not breaking a sweat. That's right. And you're standing up. You're not even sitting down. So so control is even less, right? Right. So you're, I haven't you're done the scooter. Up. I don't feel, yeah, I don't feel safe on an e-scooter. That's just me, though. I'm kind of klutzy. Let's yeah. go to the phone lines. We're going to start <laughs> with Bob in Surrey. Welcome to the show, Bob. Your thoughts? Bob in Surrey. Hello. Are you there? I agree with him completely. I think we'll go. Oh, are you there, Bob? Sorry. Are you there? Okay, we're having trouble with Bob and Siri. Call back. Calvin in New Westminster. Cool name, Calvin. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I just want to say that I think it's 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 far overdue already that, that something should be done about these scooters. I mean, I, I, I think it's a good idea that the council should take a stand on it, and I hope they do set up a bylaw, and I hope they enforce it because... It, they're very dangerous when you don't hear anything. They're silent, right? And if as a car, I mean, they should have a horn on them, number one. Number two, there has to be some form of an insurance or registration because if you get hit by one of these people, you don't even know who they are. 
they just drive away and you're 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 stuck with the pain and the suffering and all the prices and the damage costs and everything that you you'll be suffering and it's it just doesn't make a lot of sense and there's getting to be <clears throat> what i'm concerned about I'm, i used to see one or two once though now i'm seeing 10 and 12 pretty soon i'll be seeing 20 and 30 and 50 you know it's going to be increased and the next thing that i'm noticing they're they're riding the scooters through the mall i mean these are younger people i, I know and they, but the the mall should should make sure they don't do that in the mall it's very very dangerous and you know, I, I know the government will be slow at doing these things, but ICBC is a perfect uh, organization to, to be able to handle this. You said earlier, I heard you say that it's like a secondary vehicle uh, to mm-hmm. motor transportation. Well, that could be added right onto your insurance policy as, a, as, a, as a, another vehicle. Even as you say, Calvin, as an identifying thing. So, you know, as and, and Grant, one, going to break, I said, this would be really hard to police. You've got someone zipping down a sidewalk. That's very hard for uh, traffic enforcement. How do you even follow somebody down the sidewalk? Oh, it's very hard. I mean, I uh, yeah, I gave out tickets to uh, cyclists uh, in my career, but they were few and far between. Um, right. and, uh, this is, and this is, this would even be worse because most, I, you know, how many are going to take off anyways, it's the, the enforcement would be limited though. The more of it would come would be after the fact in the case of a collision, when the police would show up, if they showed up, if it was serious injuries, they would levy a ticket. And then you're kind of bound by that. Uh, as for active enforcement, I, I don't know, they might do a blitz or whatever, but I, I don't see it, uh, or unless it falls in their lap, but I don't see it something that's going to be readily easily done right let's try and squeeze in some more calls here 604-280-9898 star 9898 is a free call in your cell and you know what bob and surrey called back and he, he found his way in i know i'm coming to you dennis i'm coming to you mike in parksville stand by bob and surrey you're up first welcome hello hello we got you what do you want to say bob? hi uh well i just come back from a trip in australia and Australia's taken quite an aggressive stance against these electric scooters to the point where they're actually banning them. And the reason they're banning them is quite simply because there's no insurance. And in a way, I quite agree with them. Uh, if it's a engine, if it's an internal combustion engine, or if it's an electric motor, then it's a motorised vehicle. And if it's a motorised vehicle, it should be on the road, not the sidewalk, because a sidewalk is literally that a side to walk on. For walking. So, we, yeah. so yeah. we shouldn't have motorized vehicles on there. So that being the case, I do believe there's a place for them, but I also do believe they should be required to carry some form of insurance because sooner or later, as we all know, there is going to be an accident and somebody's going to get hurt and then the fingers are going to be pointing when nobody has insurance. We are going to need to continue this conversation tomorrow on the program because the phone lines are lit up and I'm out of time. Honestly, the, what is happening in, in Australia is fascinating. Bob, thank you for calling back. I appreciate you doing that. Uh, and Grant, you know what? We can continue this conversation because people want to chime in on this. And it sounds as though more regulation, which is very rare when you open phone lines, I have to say, asking for yeah. more regulation is very rare. So I thank you for your time, Grant. And I'm sorry we ran out of it for this segment. I appreciate you. Not a problem. It's always my pleasure. Thanks again.